Welcome to the What Is True Podcast. I am your host. The one and only Mr. Weezy Poop. Hope you hope you guys are having a good evening tonight over on the goddamn UK. And uh let's see, where are we here? Alright. Welcome Secret Squirrel Sunflower. Miss Chan Chan. Miss in the multiple house. Uh Miss Heaven said, I hope you are getting better. I know you weren't feeling too well. Uh welcome here. Miss Marion G of G's hitting that G spot of truth all day and every day. God damn it. Uh who else we got in here? Mr. Roscoe Coltrane. Different in the house. Alright. Uh should be a good show. I am waiting for my man. Mr. Corey Hughes should be joining me. Hopefully he doesn't have any uh He hasn't been scared by uh the Corey Hughes over at the Messy Side. <laughs> uh I did get in touch with him earlier, so maybe he is Busy or getting set up. So in the meantime, this is Wheezy's Weekend Wind Up. We have a few articles that we cover and we break down, give our opinions and such. And I do, before we start, I did get accepted into Rockfin. Some of you have seen me post about it. I don't think I've tweeted about it. And I did get accepted into Rockfin. Thank you to Chris Matthew of Forbidden New, uh, Knowledge News. He got me on. Got me on. Uh, not sure how I'm going to work it. One thought is to do live streams there, and then after a few days, I can upload them over onto uh, Odyssey and whatnot. That's a plan. I still don't know what I'm gonna do. So. We are going to do it one way, shape, form, or another. A lot of the people, a lot of the big content creators that are no longer on YouTube, you will find over there. Uh, so you can make a free account. You don't have to pay the, I think it's $10 a month. And the cool thing about $10 a month is that doesn't go to one creator. That, um, that covers every single creator's um, premium content. But the trick is, if you do make an account, uh, subscribe to me first. <laughs> so I get I get that credit. I, that's from what I understand. I still need to read through the paperwork and, and get it. But uh, I am excited for that because ever since our Daddy Gate stuff, I've been, yeah, just been stagnant. I can't go too much on this platform, unfortunately. But uh, that's where we're at. So I'm hoping that will be another opportunity where we can uh, we can rise and shine like the lovely butterflies that we all are. <laughs> that makes no goddamn sense, but uh, here we are. So I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, it's been tough. It's been tough. We uh, we did the Daddy Gate stuff. And I've actually got a message from a gentleman 
he's on he doesn't have a big channel apparently he was on here last week and he's been getting harassed by daddy atwood and it seems to be a trend with mr daddy atwood he likes to pick on people i think though when he chose to pick on uh chancer and myself it backfired royally he didn't see us blowing up the way we did and that's exactly how it backfired and all hell rang loose and we exploded onto the scene uh we came out of nowhere and um i am coming on 100 episode i got my boy ricky verandas he's gonna join me on monday for a 100 podcast episode um should be a special one want to reflect more on it and Ricky's important to me because he was one of the guys that inspired me into podcasting. I didn't, a few, you know, a little over two years ago, I didn't see myself doing what I was been doing week in and week out. Uh, it just came out of nowhere. It's not like I'd been doing this before. And people said, you're a natural. Some people said I should shut the hell up. <laughs> Regardless of where you may feel in that camp, um, I just kept going and going, and it's been game tougher with some opportunities shutting down, but then other opportunities rise, and we just keep pushing forward. And um, I did ask for some people to give me some feedback. Some people did uh, give some reviews on the podcast. Thank you guys and gals who took the time for that. And if you haven't, you know, I'd appreciate every little bit of it. And I do have the Rockfin link uh, in the description of this video and podcast, wherever, wherever you may be listening to this. I also have a community post with the Rockfin. So follow me there. I am excited for this new venture and it should be a good time. Let's see. Uh... Let me send a message to Corey. Uh, Corey, where the hell you at, bruh? I suppose if he doesn't uh, show up, I can just carry on. I do have a few articles that I can carry on for quite some time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. All right. We got any new people. What's up, Demelza? Welcome to the stream. All right. So let's get, let me get to my first um, article. So, as you can see in the thumbnail, I, uh, sorry, let me change the screen here. As you can see in the thumbnail, I used Biden giving a unity speech. <laughs> Now, before I go on my little rant, I want to preface anyone that's been following me for a long time knows for a fact that I am not a Trump supporter. I am far from MAGA, so I don't want to get accused of being one as I rip into Mr. Biden coming up. So there's my preface. I am far from that, so do not put me in that camp. That being said, it was a 23-minute, 24-minute address 
to the nation that was quote unquote allegedly meant to unite and it was divisive as all hell so i will place just the 37 clip here from twitter you can listen to it just look for it on uh youtube and it's about 23 24 minutes out and here we go and now america must choose to move forward or to move backwards to build a future or obsess about the past to be a nation of hope and unity and optimism or a nation of fear division and of darkness MAGA republicans have made their choice they embrace anger they thrive on chaos they live not in the light of truth but in the shadow of lies but together Together, we can choose a different path. And now. Oh, that's just a small little <laughs> 37 clip. And he has since backtracked that, saying that he didn't mean every single MAGA Republican or every single Trump supporter, blah, blah, blah. But if you listen to all 23, 24 minutes, I lost count how many times he kept referring to uh what i call trump tards <laughs> but maga republicans maga republic blaming everything on the maga republicans uh trump supporters blah 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 and talking about how we need to unite and all just extremely extremely divisive language and the lies that this person president Said, we're we're amazing and again that's not to exon all right so moving on to it <laughs> moving on to something completely different uh artemis was supposed to be launching today i was gonna be looking towards the skies sorry And looking for this uh, heroic launch and whatnot. Where was it? And it got canceled. And it's not the first time it's been canceled. Many, many issues. And I don't want to get into too much, but if you follow me on Twitter, you will clearly see where I stand on the whole NASA deal. So follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Retweet and like. Shout out to Marion G for those awesome uh, likes and retweets. Here, uh, shout out to Secret Squirrel for rocking the logos. Miss T always kicking ass. So uh, much love to all those people. Ross, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, there's the, the podcast Twitter on your screens. It's in the description. Follow, like, retweet, retweet my my fellas and fellowettes. But uh, I did a podcast not too long ago with Bart Sabrell. He is a 
uh, person who was punched by Buzz Aldrin and kicked by another astronaut. And we went deep. If you are still into the NASA is official and everything is correct, that's a podcast I would encourage you to listen to and check it out. Find it on Odyssey, the video. I, I did put images to it. Good stuff there. Um, but yeah, moving on. I just wanted to preface this before I go into the NASA Operation Paperclip so, NASA deal. Your Alexa, shut up! <laughs> Sorry. Goddamn FBI is laughing at me. I'm telling you. Um, Alright. NASA calls off its Artemis one moon rocket launch due to a hydrogen leak. This is by William Harwood. Hardwood. I'm sorry. Harwood. Uh, drop the D. D's nuts. All right. NASA scrubbed its second attempt to launch its Artemis 1 test flight on a long-awaited mission to send an unpiloted Orion crew capsule on a 37 trip around the moon and back. With a forecast calling for a 60% chance of favorable weather, engineers began fueling the Space Launch System rocket at around 6 a.m. Uh, Eastern Saturday, setting the stage for blast-off at 2.17 p.m., the opening of a two-hour window. 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 Uh, the Saturday launch, however, was canceled due to a hydrogen leak. The decision was announced at 11.18 Eastern about 25 minutes after the team recommended no go for launch. Launch was initially scheduled for Monday morning, but NASA ran into problems during fueling, forcing the agency to scrub just as the launch window was opening. The SLS rocket, the most powerful booster NASA and its contractors have ever built, allegedly, has 489 launch commit criteria that have to be met permit a liftoff we've got a whole host of things that could cause us not to get off at any given day mission manager mike seraphin told reporters at a thursday evening news conference there's no guarantee we're going to get off on saturday but we are going to show up and we're going to try and we're going to give it our best that's what he says all right so yeah there we go could read more on that, uh, but I think that's we're okay. Are you okay? What the fuck is going on, man? I think my computer got an exorcism. <laughs> uh, all right. So there. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, let me find some other stuff. I do have some other stuff. Yeah, it's uh. This article here. Okay. Yeah, it's uh the fact that NASA's having all this trouble and blah blah blah. It just becomes comical and and it's funny. I'm seeing some people saying, Oh man, this is just embarrassing. No, it's not embarrassing, it's it's hilarious. When you really look into the history of it, Operation Paperclip, you look at everything else, the whole thing is comical. 
So, all right, let me. Here's another interesting article. I don't know if you caught it, but it's hasn't been out too long and kind of under the radar. So I'll share it. Yeah. Mm. All right. Pause this business. Pause. Pause. Come on, see cleaner. There we go. All right. So Anne Hesh was trapped in an LA crash inferno for 45 minutes. Records reveal. This is by Snagina Faber. Barbarov, I believe, September 2nd, 2022. Anne Heche was burning alive and choking on smoke for 45 minutes in her crashed car inside a burning Los Angeles home before rescuers could start first aid. Newly revealed records show. The startling data obtained by NBC Los Angeles showed it took firefighters 25 minutes to locate Heche trapped inside her mangled car in the inferno and another 20 minutes to pull her to safety Heish, 53 was driving her mini cooper on august 5th when she slammed into a home in the mara vista section of la sparking the blaze uh given the heavy fire and smoke conditions it wasn't that you could clearly see into the vehicle or, or clearly be able to access it deputy fire chief richard fields told the outlet the Emmy-winning actress was taken off life support and declared dead nine days after the fire crash. The Los Angeles County Medical Examiner determined Donnie Brasco star died of smoke inhalation and thermal injuries. Her death was ruled an accident. Quote is what I'm going to put on to that. According to the radio records released to NBC Los Angeles, under the California Records Act, the first fire engine responded to the fire crash at 11.01 a.m., five minutes after Heche lost control of her car and plowed into the private home. An emergency dispatcher radioed there was a person stuck inside the vehicle, but arriving paramedics were initially directed to treat a woman, a woman found injured in the home, not the driver of the Mini Cooper. At 11.18, firefighters reported there were no other patients at the scene. Four minutes later, a commander asked about the status of the driver, subsequently identified as Heche. At 11.25, a firefighter reported he'd found Heche, but that she was inaccessible at this time because she'd been pushed up against the floorboard, the document showed. After determining Heche was alive, firefighters brought in a tow truck to pull her Mini Cooper with the actress still inside out of the home. Hayes was finally taken out of the car at 11.49 and rushed first to Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center before being transferred to the Grossman Burn Center at the West Hills Hospital. They couldn't figure that out beforehand. Uh, fire officials claimed even if Hayes had been found immediately when the first units arrived, they likely would not have been able to rescue her for at least another 30 minutes because of the blaze raging inside the house. Fields insisted firefighters did all they could to try to locate Hayes in the car. Our firefighters were doing everything, he said, uh, including slamming Anne Hayes back upon the gurney as she stood up as we all saw. 
Uh, from start to finish, it took Firefighter 65 minutes to fully extinguish the Inferno. So that is the official report. Many of you have seen the video of Miss Haish getting carried away in the gurney, and she sits up. I am a former basic life support trainee, former firefighter. In car accidents, one of your priorities is C-spine stabilization, meaning you put a collar on that person so that they're not moving and whatnot. For Anne H to sit up and slammed back down, these quote unquote firefighters, because I'm not, I don't know if they were or not, this is what we're being told, uh, is very troubling and raises many other questions, which unfortunately I don't, I can't get to on this platform. Uh, I did touch on it on Odyssey. On the Odyssey version uh, last week, so if you're interested, check that conversation. It was a great conversation. Had Corey and Freddie jump in there. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, fresh news there, if you will. And uh, sorry, I didn't. I thought I had my uh, all my articles ready. So give me one second. Plans changed. <laughs> uh, it was a funny article that I did have in mind and I didn't set it up. So, just one second here as I get in and drink some beer, you know what I'm saying? Alright, where are my articles uh, and suppo supposedly the the backdrop that we saw on Biden while I looked for this article was uh, added in by CNN they tinted it but that's kind of kind of goddamn weird it says um was a funny ass article but now i'm in a grind and trying to fix it um also if you are on rockfin if you are on rockfin uh, and you have the you're paying the the premium i'm gonna be on forbidden knowledge news on in Seven o'clock my time, so whatever time it is in the UK, seven o'clock for me is about two and a half hours. So if you are doing that, uh, obviously subscribe to me first, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, but then check that out because shit, where is it? Mm. Sorry, I'm I'm lost. I'm trying to find this article here that I had. But yeah, I'm gonna be on I'm gonna be on Forbidden Knowledge News Network in a couple of hours. That's why I'm not sure if I'm going to 
be doing an Odyssey version or not. But yet, you'll find out. Well, I can't find the article that I wanted to. But uh, this one may have to do. It's a funny one. Kind of. Uh, maybe some people might get excited. Maybe some people will get grossed out. I don't know, but uh, viewer discretion is advised. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, article. That I had all this shit set up and it's not okay. There we go. Here we go. All right. New Yorkers barely flinch as a naked man strolls through a subway station. This is from August 11th. Uh, written by Tina Moore in the house and Mark Longarello. All right. The butt cheeks have been censored, but we'll just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another day in the naked city. New Yorkers barely flinched Thursday as a naked man wearing nothing but dress socks strolled through a Manhattan subway station onto the street, according to new photos. Jaded uh, strap hangers what? seemed unsurprised at seeing the apparently disturbed man as he sauntered out a number six train car and onto the city subway station platform at about 9 a.m. Some didn't even look up from their phones while others glanced at the NSFW scene and gave little reaction. Either oblivious to what was happening or taking the old-fashioned New York approach by minding their own business. The New Yorkers are a different breed, I will say that. Uh, the man walked out of the station and marched right up with his birthday suit towards one police plaza where a uniformed officer was calling for help and casting his eyes away. <laughs> you nasty, Charles. Um, the unidentified man was taken to Bellevue Hospital for examination. A police spokesperson said no further details were available. So, uh, uh, you can see his eyeballs there. I don't know how far. Oh, it's <laughs> censored. <laughs> uh, oh, damn. All right. Well, New York Post in the house. All right. So there you have it. Funny article. But uh, can you imagine being on the goddamn subway and... Uh, you get the old fruit basket thrown your way. What do you do? So there we have it. That is a, another show of Wheezy's Weekend Wind Up. Thank you guys for joining me. And um, I don't know if I want to. I don't know. You guys want to do an Odyssey? Sorry. I burped. I feel like going down the subway now. Butt ass naked. Swing it from side to side, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
give me some sands if you guys want to do Odyssey. Uh, otherwise, it's fine. No big deal. Because I I could only do a short one. Anyways. Because I have to do that forbidden knowledge. Um, forbidden hangout. Later on, so. Alright. Yeah, so even after even after that first thing didn't work, when I go to log into when I go to do Zoom, normally it just connects right to it. It made me fucking actually log into my account, and then it prompted me for a passcode, which it never does. So yeah, maybe the, the CIA is blocking our communications. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? And then I did it the wind up by myself, and it cut off eleven minutes in, and I and I kept recording, I kept with it, and apparently now the second half is up on youtube so my entire 40 minute episode is in two parts for whatever the hell reason and then it used the thumbnail from a fucking episode i did like a year ago huh? i don't know dude i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> man and, and you got this clicking back again it's fucking zoom dude honestly uh, I, i've been encouraging everybody to fucking switch to riverside uh fuck stream yard fuck zoom Riverside FM is the fucking best um, video conferencing software, period. Uh, I, got, I convinced Xcube to buy it, and we've been using it for our uh, movie review show. And it's fucking awesome. It's the best software out there. It, it records locally on each side, right? So your audio and video records on your computer, so it's perfect. And then it uploads in real time to make the, the meeting happen. So there's no internet interference. There's no lag. There's nothing like that. It's just perfect nice all right put your fucking clean smooth shaven balls ass up on the screen yeah man. i don't like it but i gotta do it every once in a while you know <laughs> <laughs> okay uh should we indulge the people in our viral challenge that we did no okay <laughs> no no <laughs> i'd rather pictures of my junk get out there than that picture fuck <laughs> no i'm not i'm not saying let's put them up there but just talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it was, dude, I said it to you. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll, I'll just admit to my part. You don't have to talk about it. Right, I'll fucking. I, I sent Corey earlier in the week of, oh. a picture of my junk. No, I'm just kidding. A picture of. <laughs> a picture of Are we live? Yeah, we're live. We're, we're live on oh, Odyssey. we're live. 
on Odyssey. Shit, glad thing I didn't make any confessions in the past like minute. Yeah. <laughs> now we're we're on Odyssey, dude. Fucking so, people listening, I sent Corey a picture of myself. I was getting ready for a job interview. I already had a ferocious beard going, and I was like, you know what? If this everything is going, I might as well go Hitler esque. Mexican Hitler style, <laughs> and uh, that's the selfie I sent are you, over to Corey. Are, are you allowed to do that? I mean, I think you might be able to like possibly get away with it because Michael of your non-Aryan nature. Yeah, yeah, I, I could do it. <laughs> I just didn't want to do it, dude. It makes you look fucking vicious, man. <laughs> just, <laughs> just I don't know that I don't know that Hitler used to actually cut his mustache like that. It might have just been like how his shit happened to fucking grow in. You know? Was, yeah. Who knows? I think it's hilarious. But I got to say, like, everyone's been comparing Biden to fucking Hitler this week. And I find this horrible, atrocious, and deeply offensive to Hitler. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I did cover a little bit of the fucking Biden. The U- unity speech? Isn't that what it was called? Or some fucking bullshit like yeah, that? Yeah, I swear to God, his handlers are doing this dumb shit on purpose. I swear it's like the big middle finger to all of us. Like him with his clenched fists with the red background. Like. Unfucking yeah. believable. Yeah, I, I'm in that same camp where it just seems so fuck like it's too damn obvious that they're screwing around. You know what was it a couple of weeks ago? Or was it last week that I showed you guys uh, fucking Trump Space Force caps? You know the inverted fucking satanic goat. Uh, was it you that I showed? I can't remember. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, yeah. I know the the newest the newest one that I've seen for Space Force has like a big Egyptian fucking head on it. Did you see that one? No, I haven't seen that. But see, that's what I mean is that whether it's Biden or Trump or they're fucking with us so blatantly now. Like you know the backdrop. Apparently, I just read a read an article that CNN added red blood. You know. Gave it a more reddish tint than it would. It really I heard they was. turned it pink. I heard they turned it pink. Huh. I haven't heard that, but yeah, it's fucking bananas, man. The way they like to screw around with everyone. But so there's. This- I want to. I want to. I want to screen share this real quick before we move off the subject. Can you enable a screen share for me? Yeah. One second. Uh, share screen. Is that allowing you right there? Yeah. So this is the new. Um, this is the new logo for Space Force, oh, Space Operation yeah, yeah, Command. Yeah, yeah. What is up with that? What yes, is up with that? Because remember, like the old Egyptian ancient lore stuff connects to all the occult, uh, the occultic shit that goes on at the assassinations, right? Like the followers of Set in the Temple of Baal, and that goes back to ancient Egypt shit. And then I see this in the Space Force. Like, what were they? I swear to God, these motherfuckers. This is on purpose. They they can't be that fucking stupid. Really, they just can't be. It's unfucking believable. So. <laughs> yeah, man. Um... It's it's done on purpose, and there's this Twitter, what the hell is his name, Dark Donnie, and it the guy goes deep into the religious crap. He really, I think this guy genuinely believes that 
uh, Trump is the Antichrist. And he made a Twitter thread the other day, which I don't agree with the religious connotations or whatever, but I think everything else is pretty much spot on. He was basically, the gist of it was, there, you know, you could see Biden being propped up as this and so evil, evil, so that the right wing looks sane. So then, when Trump gets elected, that's going to be the start of the, you know, the, the beginning of the demise. I'm like, what the fuck? It's pretty interesting, man. It, it's very Handsmaid's Tales esque, if you will. And the linear. You know, I have to say, though, like, oh, go ahead, finish up. Well, you just see it happening with how fucking batshit crazy the left is right now, man. Where mm-hmm. everything they do is so fucking idiotic. You have to think it's it's being done on purpose, man. Uh, and then the other, you know, what was it? Biden tried to back, uh, you know, backtrack his uh his call to arms against the fucking magas. Oh, no, 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 nothing against the, the MAGA supporters, you know, not every single one of them is bad, blah, blah, but in their whole speech, how many fucking times did he say, that, you know, it's the MAGA Republicans, the MAGA Republicans, uh, all these Trump supporters, blah, 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 it's so goddamn divisive, man, it, and done on purpose, in my opinion. Uh, yes, it, ha- it has to be. At this point, it's like, because if we know this stuff, how did the, his handlers not, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, it's it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, man. Interesting times, and I apologize to everyone uh, that's that's watching it just with the YouTube going down and shit. And then this Odyssey, I wasn't sure what was gonna do. I, I thought you were gonna jump in on the YouTube version, and then that yeah, I was planning out. on it. I just thought you. I thought we were doing it at five. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm, I'm no, doing three good. shows today. And I'm, are you doing Forbidden Hangout? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. so I'll, I'll be on. There. Um, I want to screen share one more thing. Okay, so I've talked about Jack Valenti a whole lot of times. He is my lifelong historical nemesis. Right, like once <laughs> I get finished with my Kennedy book, uh, and uh, and release it, I'm torn between going back to World War II and re- revisiting the Holocaust stuff again because. We need an easily digestible book that debunks all that stuff. But we also, I also need to, there's a, there's a whole ton of information out there on Jack Valenti that I can't find yet that I know exists because my good buddy, Ryan Dawson rubs it in my face that I haven't found it yet. So um, I'm going to screen share something real quick. And this, I think tells all. So all right. this is about Jack Valenti's funeral. Jack Valenti's funeral today at St. Matthew's Cathedral reflects the mixture of his life uh, a heady cocktail of politics and show business laced with a shot of a common man and friend, family friends. Let me move down to this third paragraph. Honorary pallbearers number in the dozens, including director Steven Spielberg, News Corp honcho Peter Chernin, Disney boss Roger Iger, and producer Steven Bochco, and nearly a quorum of lawmakers, including House Speaker Representative Nancy Pelosi, uh, Democrat of California, uh, Ted Stevens, uh, and then Joe Biden, the Democrat from Delaware. Joe Biden was an honorary pallbearer for the Grassy Knoll shooter. There you go. So that guy, I would love to know his connections to Valenti. I don't know exactly what they are, but I will. So, yeah, huh. our fucking president is a piece of shit human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. And then shortly after that Biden speech, what was trending on Twitter? Pedo Hitler. 
<laughs> Pedo Hitler started the trend. Um, yeah, I mean, apparently his daughter was recalling some kind of fucking sketchy run-ins with her dad, and then we already know that in Hunter's uh, phone, Hunt, Hunter Biden's phone, he had his dad under, uh, what was it, Pedo Pete or... Pedo Pete, yeah. Yeah, dude, what the hell is going on, um, man? So this is what I think. Um, they're going out of their way to prevent Trump from being in office again for obvious reasons, but I believe that if Trump actually does make it back to the White House, he's obviously going to put people in charge of the FBI and the Justice Department and the State Department that he wants, and we are going to see a culling of these people on a scale the world has never seen before. Um, I think he's going to go after Biden directly. So Biden had better keel by then because he's going to end up fucked. Uh, he's definitely going to go after all the people who were involved in stealing the election in Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. And ooh, they're gonna they're they are gonna fucking say that he's Hitler because he's going after all these fucking people. I keep telling people the more this woke shit fucking politics this whole woke culture pushes on us man when the pendulum swings the other way it is going to be fucking brutal even for the likes of me so yeah that's yeah. what we have to look forward to that's exactly how i see it going dude um they created him right they created trump just like the zionists created hitler back in the day no different the attitudes and the the overt campaign against him is going to backfire. Um, and as a neutral observer and historian, it will be a exciting to watch. <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. I will say that. Yeah, but it is it, it is definitely in the horizon. You can smell it, man. Uh, the amount of bullshit being played out before our eyes. The revisionist. Uh, crap going on, the extreme hardline censorship clamps really clamping down, man, all over. <laughs> I'm surprised we're able to have these kind of conversations like we're having right now, to be honest with you. The way everything is going right now, uh, you've got Ministry of Truths sprouting about and conversations that you and I are having right now are deemed as domestic terrorism, if you will. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is how yep. fucking ridiculous things are right now. And it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, so, yeah. So this week has been kind of exciting. Um, I'm, got my, I'm kind of stuck on this fucking Artemis launch that in yeah. 2022 they can't seem to pull off. And they yeah. just they just said in the press conference that it's going to be at least weeks before they can try again. Complete horseshit, man. Complete fucking horseshit. Why don't they just call the guys who went to the moon in 1969, yeah. right? Hey, what technology did you guys use to go up to the fucking moon, right? Like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. It is so, so dumb. Under, under your recommendations, I did watch uh, Capricorn 1. Great uh, movie. I mean, it had its typical... Movie. 70s cheese a little bit but yeah. it had uh <laughs> it had a good cast it had it was a it was a major the film. juice was on the loose yep and that was only a couple years after the apollo missions right so somebody knew something right and yeah. who was running who was running hollywood at the time mr jack valente right yeah. so most people don't realize but the head of the mpaa is like the mafia boss of hollywood 
if he doesn't want it made, it doesn't get made. There is a phenomenal documentary. I forget what it's called. Something like this film has not been rated. I think it might be called. Let me Google that just to make sure. And it goes into how movies get rated. Yeah, this film is not yet rated. It's a 2006 documentary. Um, and yeah, it's about the Motion Picture Association of America and how they rate films and how it's all done in secret. And the people who actually decide on the ratings is totally secret, right? It's fucking unreal. But see, the rating system, which was actually created by Jack Valenti personally, um, it was implemented as a censorship tool, right? Because uh, mainstream society will promote the hell out of G-rated films, PG-rated films. PG-13 came much later in the 1980s, but the, it was a way to censor people and limit their exposure by giving them an R or an, an X rating, right? So back in the 70s, there were movies that were rated X that were not like pornographic. They were just, they felt too much, too much for bush? polite society. Was there too much bush, you think? Maybe a part of it, but I mean, it's gr grotesque amounts of violence or things like that, right? But it, uh, the, the rating system was a system that was designed to censor people and limit exposure of films. That's it. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, Hollywood is a fucking den of scumbags, right? You can go back to like, so before Jack Valente, you have a guy named Lou Wasserman who wasn't the head of the MPAA, but he worked for Universal, I believe, and he technically ran Hollywood. And he and Jack Valente were tight as can be. Jack Valente said once that, and this is a quote, he said, if you mess with Lou Wasserman, you're messing with me. And so that's how close they were. Mm. And uh, we, you know, we should all know that Jack Valente was a little bit light in the loafers. I mean, that guy could cash a $9 bill in threes. So um, <laughs> I wonder the what the relation, <laughs> I wonder what the relationship is uh, between Lou Wasserman and Jack Valente. And you guys can look forward to that in a future book because I plan on uncovering it. Oh, yeah, man. Let's go over real quick a little bit about that film. For I'm sure a lot of people listening haven't watched that film. I, dude, when you recommended it to me, I thought it was a newer, a newer flick. Uh, so again, the movie is called uh, Capricorn One. You can find it on Odyssey if you're uh, listening on Odyssey right now. You can find it on Odyssey, so it's Capricorn 1, 1977, and it basically, without spoiling it, it's about the moon landings and it, there, being, there being a lot of fuckery behind them. And Hey, I got the, the trailer. I can play the trailer for them. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's play the trailer. All right. And keep so. in mind as you watch this or listen to it that this was in 1977. We went to the moon quote unquote in 1969 so this is only about six seven years removed from this which is right. fucking bananas to think about all right can you see it yeah you know. here we go you should have sound oh actually maybe not let me redo this with sound All right, here we go. We are T minus 18 seconds from liftoff. We T minus 15 seconds. Would you and your men please follow me? Hey, what the hell is this? This is an emergency. Please follow me now. T minus 10 seconds. 
Every split second of this historic flight, every intimate detail, every heartbeat was monitored by Mission Control in Houston. This is Capricorn One. We have landed. As millions all over the world watched and listened, the President of the United States spoke to the astronauts across the vastness of space. To the men of Capricorn One, I bring you greetings from your fellow Americans. There's only one small catch. It never happened. It's all a lie. A fantastic $30 billion hoax. Something's wrong, and I don't know what it is. Dig deep enough, you might uncover the truth. Those signals couldn't have come from 300 miles. But the odds are... You'll never live to tell it. Freeze! I'm not moving an inch. We're on the plane together! There's a device, it's on the plane! There's some people, if I don't give them the all-clear signal, they'll explode it! Something's wrong, something big. They know I'm onto it and they try to kill me. Who's they? I can't tell you. We are dead. You tell me you're in trouble, you're out on bail, you just got fired, I tell you I'll be right over. My head hurts. You look awful. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. These people are capable of anything. You sound so close. It's hard to believe you really are that far away in space. It's hard for me to believe it, too. <laughs> You're up to something. You want my help. It's gotten out of control. It's too big. Capricorn One, this is Houston. Capricorn One, we show red on the heat shield. Capricorn One, this is Houston. We show red on the heat shield. Do you read? Pull that lever down by your feet when I tell you, sonny. Capricorn One, the mission that never got off the ground. <laughs> Bro, that. So again, that caveat that there's seventies cheese is full is in full effect. Uh, the music and everything, but the whole fucking premise, man, it captivated me. I I'm at an age right now, dude. I'm fucking forty. If uh, I start watching a movie and it bores me, I fucking start. I start asleep. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I didn't. I did not fall asleep through that one. So. It was a damn good. Did movie. you have any idea what it was about before you watched it, or did you no, just think it played? No, no, no. But the very fact that you recommended it, you said it was a killer movie, and then the fact that when I searched for it on Odyssey and I found a bunch of versions, and a lot of the people uploading it were like truther channels. I'm like, huh, okay, let's check it out. So I checked it out, and yeah, I was not disappointed, man. So just just push that. Uh, 1970s cheese to the side make a sandwich out of it but uh other than that i mean the premise 
And again, keeping in mind that this is only literally five, six. I mean, think about how long it takes to make a film. At least a year. So it was launched in 77. So you have to say it was probably 1976. And the launches were in 69. Uh, not very... That's through 73. Remember, we had yeah. all the Apollo ones. So the last one was in 73. Yeah. So there you go. So... In, in less than a decade. So they got started on this movie within like two years. Exactly. Yeah. So they probably had to have the script in place by like 75. Yeah. Yeah. No question. So as you watch it, keep that in mind. And it's a, it's a great little flick. And the action, <laughs> uh, the action is pretty, pretty funny though. Uh, the fucking helicopters in the end, bro. Always like bunch. 1970s movies are hilarious because, like, yeah, the, the there's always there's always like gratuitous sex scenes 